How's it, basketball fans? The first night of the NBA season is in the books, and it did not disappoint. I'm John Lund, and this is the NBA Saga Podcast. Two games were on the slate tonight. The Battle of L.A. definitely did not disappoint. Clippers got the best of the Lakers, 112-102, in a fantastic game. Most people think... These are two of the teams that had the best chance of winning it all this year. Majority of people, I think, are actually on the Lakers bandwagon. But since Kawhi and Paul George signed with the Clippers, I've been all in on the Clippers winning it all this year. I just see them as the better overall team. Tonight, uh, obviously, first game of the season. Can't read too much into it. But the Clippers are a well-oiled machine. That defense is going to be shut down stellar all year long. And at the end of the day in the NBA, defense wins championships. Offense gets fans in the seat. Offense is what people talk about, rant and rave about. But at the end of the day... Defense is what makes the majority difference when it comes to getting the win or the loss. The Clippers proved that tonight. Their defense was spectacular. I believe Patrick Beverly, one of the most underrated gritty point guards in the league, set the tone for the Clippers since the get-go. He has a knack for being able to get under opposing players' skin. Gets them uncomfortable, throws them off their game. We saw that last year in the playoffs when he got Kevin Durant ejected in a playoff game. Granted, he was ejected as well, but that's just the type of player he is. He gets under your skin, he knows how to rub you the wrong way, and it sets a tone for the entire team. Now, Kawhi Leonard... That man is a beast. What more can you say to him? Clippers debut, shot stellar from the field, 10 of 19, 6 rebounds, 5 assists, and dropped 30 points in his opening debut. Just imagine how good this team is going to be once Paul George joins the lineup. Now granted... It is game one, and we can't read too much into one game, but I believe this Clippers team is going to do some special teams this year, especially once they are 100% healthy, throw Paul George in the mix, him and Kawhi Leonard, what a dynamic duo they're going to make, and then you have the best man in the the best six man in the league Lou Williams coming off the bench he had a great game shot 57% from the field dropped 21 that guy can just get buckets if you ever need a basket i would trust Lou Williams to take the game winning shot with the game on the line because he just knows how to score the rock he's done it his entire career And what a safety net for Doc Rivers to bring off a player of his caliber off the bench knowing he's going to get you points 
as soon as he gets in the game. I think when Kawhi Leonard goes to the bench, you're comfortable because you have two of the best, basically, bench players in the league and Lou Williams and Montreal Harrell. He was also in the sixth man of the year award uh, running last year. Fell short to Lou Williams. But those two, they are a solid dynamic duo off the bench. They play off each other well. They're comfortable. And they have history from last year. I just am kind of in awe with how good this Clippers team could really be. Granted... It is game one, so we don't want to get too ahead of ourselves. But you can't say enough about Kawhi Leonard's debut in a Clippers jersey. Lakers got out front early. They got an 11-point lead early in the first quarter. The Clippers stayed composed, played their game, fought back, obviously took the lead in the third quarter, were up 14 And as we all know, basketball is a game of runs. Lakers made it interesting a few times in the end of the third quarter and the beginning of the fourth. But the Clippers proved to be too much and pulled away in the fourth quarter. Ended up winning by double digits. I just honestly... And again, I know it's just game one of the season. And we can't get... Too overhyped over it. But the Clippers defense. You have three players that are all defensive once Paul George comes back. I honestly believe they could have three different players on one of the NBA defensive teams this year. Kawhi Leonard, you know he's going to be first team. Paul George, depending on when they get him back, I believe they said... They expect him come November, so he shouldn't miss more than 10 games. He will definitely have a potential to be first-team all-defense. And I would not be surprised, honestly, if Patrick Beverly was first- or second-team all-defense. They are a defensive set of mind. They have a Hall of Fame coach in Doc Rivers. They play good basketball. They have two good units That are going to be able to score the ball. You're not worried where points are coming from when Kawhi Leonard does go to the bench. Like I said, I'm all in on the Clippers being the champs this year. I know it's only one game, but they looked stellar tonight. I think once they get 20, 30, 40 games under their belts, once Paul George is back... They're going to just be such a well-oiled machine. Unless injury happens, it's going to be very difficult for any team to beat them in a seven-game series with all the weapons they have. The Lakers, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, you know them. You know they're going to produce, get their own each and every game. They had the points... They had 42, no, excuse me, I believe it was 43 points between the two of them, but they only shot 15 of 40 from the field. And that's just 
not efficient enough with the talent they have on the Lakers to be able to consistently carry them to wins every night. You're going to need more efficiency from both those players in order for the Lakers to rack up those wins. Now, obviously, Kyle Kuzma's out injured. We hope he comes back sooner than later. I think he'll be a fantastic addition to those three. Another viable scoring option. And Danny Green was stellar tonight. I think he dropped 28 points. He was the leading scorer for the Lakers in the game. But other than LeBron James and Anthony Davis, the Lakers... They do not have a player that can create their own shot off the dribble. I think they would be smart if they were to sign Jamal Crawford, who is a proven scorer in the league, can create his own shot from anywhere on the court, and would be a fantastic addition coming off the bench, knowing you have that safety net of somebody that could get you points night in and night out, who's always going to get their own. I just, with this Lakers team, now granted I know they were without the Rajon Rondo tonight, who was out with a calf injury, but he's not a huge scoring option or threat. I think the Lakers are going to make some noise in West, but tonight's game proved that they need more offensive firepower. Danny Green's not going to shoot stellar every night. Not going to drop 7 of 9 from 3-point range. And obviously we know LeBron James is going to shoot better than, you know, 36% from the field. And Anthony Davis is usually a better shooter than 38%. But between those two, I don't believe them averaging 45 points a game together is going to be enough to carry a lot of, rack up a lot of wins for the Lakers. Obviously, Kawhi Leonard changes the whole atmosphere of the game. He shut LeBron James down in the second half. You could tell LeBron James was uncomfortable. He had only four points in the second half, and he had the same amount of turnovers in the second half, four. So, What Kawhi Leonard does is he kind of almost slows the athletic ability of LeBron James with the type of defense he plays. He's that good. Again, LeBron James got his numbers, had 18 points, 9 rebounds, and 8 assists. But it wasn't the usual LeBron James we've come to expect and see. He just, I don't know if he got frustrated, if he got winded in the second half, or if Kawhi Leonard just really shut him down that much. But he didn't look like that player of old. Granted, again, it's game one. And yes, he's 35 years old, but I expected more of a showing from LeBron James and Anthony Davis. You know they're both disappointed with how they played tonight I expect them to bounce back from this loss but again my pick's been the Clippers from you know 
months ago, and I really just think they're going to be that much better once Paul George joins them. They get that chemistry down, and they're just going to be fun to watch. Really, I was thoroughly impressed with how the Clippers maintained their composure after the Lakers got to a big lead in the first quarter. They stayed themselves, they stayed composed, and they were able to play their game. They didn't worry. Kawhi Leonard started shooting lights out in the second quarter. It was close after two, and then the second half, other than the run at the late of the third quarter by the Lakers, it was pretty much all L- the Clippers. So, Battle of LA was not disappointing. I definitely can't wait till these teams meet up again. And again, I think you have the Clippers who are going to finish the second seed, in my opinion, behind Denver. Lakers will probably be the three or four seed. Kind of torn on the Lakers. I could see them either being the third seed or the fourth seed. I just have to wait and kind of see how the season plays out, obviously. But Kawhi Leonard knows what to do when it comes to playing against LeBron James. And that defense by the Clippers, again, I can't stress this enough, was just stellar. They're going to be scary good. They're going to shut offenses down. They're going to make you play slower than you want to play. And the Lakers need to play faster if they really want to make some noise in the league this year. I don't know how much I like LeBron James playing point guard. I think he plays better when he's small forward. Now, granted, he's a fantastic facilitator. But I don't think he plays the game fast enough, and especially at age 35, to be a point guard. He's just not, you know, the Steph Curry, the Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook. He doesn't play at that speed, and he's never had to. But with how the league is played now, they're definitely going to need to play a lot faster and better. That's just my take on the matter, of course. But the Battle of L.A. was entertaining. It did not disappoint. And the end of the day, I'm sure Laker fans and Clipper fans are excited to see what their teams are going to do this year. We definitely all are looking forward to Round 2 for the Battle of L.A. These games this year are going to be wild. They're going to be fun. And... Both Lakers and Clippers fans have to just be ecstatic about this season because those teams are going to be two of the best teams in the league and definitely going to be there come playoff time. And I honestly think the Clippers will be holding the trophy at the end of the season. First game on the slate tonight was a very good game between the Pelicans and Raptors. Went to overtime while Toronto prevailed 130 to 122. Honestly, I kind of put this loss on the head coach of the Pelicans, Alvin Gentry. Some 
very questionable substitutions down the stretch. I think he sat players too long, especially Brandon Ingram when he was in a groove, getting buckets down the stretch, and then he sat him for too long, got him iced. Lonzo Ball, he plays stellar defense, and he sat for a long time. He only played 24 minutes tonight. I was a little stunned by that, especially because he is such a defensive threat. So, some questionable calls down the stretch by Gentry. I think the Pelicans could have squeaked this one out and pulled off the upset if he would have done substitutes better throughout the game and especially down the stretch. But this was a very entertaining game. I think the Pelicans have a lot of things to look forward to. Obviously, their number one draft pick, face of the franchise and future Zion Williamson is out for the next six to eight weeks. We definitely hope he gets uh, healed and recovers as soon as possible. But you definitely do not want to rush him back, especially since he's so young and his career is so long. Let him get 100% before you even consider bringing him back. And once he gets back, I think this will be a very fun young team to watch. They will be fighting for the 8th seed. I honestly don't believe they make it, considering the West is so stacked. But that's the great thing about sports. We never know what's going to happen. Just when you think you have it figured out, boom. Something comes up and the story is rewritten. That's why we love sports. That's why we watch sports. Expect the unexpected when it comes to NBA basketball. As far as the Raptors... They obviously suffered a huge blow losing Kawhi Leonard to the Clippers. Their NBA championships of this year repeating hopes. Basically, if we're being honest, went out the window when he signed with the Clippers. But I honestly believe they'll be competitive. They'll be fun to watch. Definitely a playoff team. I have them coming in at the fourth seed in the East. Especially since... Let's be honest, the East does not even compare to the West. But, it all, that's the beauty of sports. It could come down to pretty much, just when you think you have it figured out, we get surprised and something else comes along. Was thoroughly impressed with Spicy P tonight. 34 points. 18 rebounds and 5 dimes. He's definitely taken over as the number one player scoring option on the Raptors now that Kawhi Leonard is gone. He's accepted that role. He's embraced it. And you can't help but root for this kid. His story is something special. Got that huge contract before the season started. $115 million over 4 years. Very well deserved. And I think he's going to be even more impressive this year than last year. Could be, honestly, a twenty average 26 points a game this season. He's that talented. Fred Van Vliet. Career night tonight. 
shot stellar from the field, 66%, dropped a career high, 34 points, and you just have to love the grit of this kid. He's hungry, he's a great defender, he scores in clutch moments, he could beat you off the dribble and get you a basket when needed. They were down three late in the fourth quarter. He hit a huge three-pointer to tie the game. So opening night was definitely not disappointing whatsoever. As far as our picks, we went one and one. Correct about the Raptors. I actually went with the Lakers. I thought they would beat the Clippers tonight. But Clippers obviously prevailed and got the win. Tomorrow night's games, game two of the regular season's up. As far as our picks, let's do the rundown. We have the Chicago Bulls at the Hornets. We're going to definitely go with the Bulls on that game. The Pistons at the Pacers. I'm taking the home team, the Pacers, to win that, especially since Blake Griffin's going to be out for the first five games of the season. Cleveland Cavaliers at the Orlando Magic. I'm taking the Magic. Minnesota Timberwolves at the Nets. I'm taking the Nets at home. Excited to see what Kyrie Irving could do in his home opener, let alone all season long. Grizzlies at the Heat. Give me the Heat. Grizzlies are in the rebuild stage, and I just see the Miami with Jimmy Butler there getting their home opener win game of the night in my opinion you have the one of the game of the nights actually the Celtics at the Sixers very competitive game I think excited to see what both teams bring to the table I'm taking the Sixers at home to beat the Celtics but I'm very looking forward to see what Kemba Walker adds to the dynamic of the Celtics this year I think he's gonna mesh better with the team than Kyrie Irving did last year And so I'm expecting the Celtics to finish the three seed. But like I said, it's only game game one for the Celtics. A lot of season to go. And time will tell, as it does with everything. Wrapping up, we have the last few games. We have the Wizards at the Mavericks. I'm taking Dallas at home. The Knicks at the Spurs. The Spurs should win that one pretty handily. Thunder at the Jazz. I'm taking the Jazz definitely. Thunder, they're definitely not going to be that great, in my opinion, this year. And I'm expecting the Jazz to be one of the best defensive teams in the league. And battling for a top three seed in the West. I have them coming in, actually, at the three or four seed. And I just think they were so upgraded and more mature than last year. It's going to be very fun to watch them as a unit and see what Mike Conley does at point guard to help evolve Donovan Mitchell's game. I do see Donovan Mitchell making an all-star game this season, so we'll see how that goes. Rudy Gobert looking for the three-peat on defensive player of the year. So watch out for the Jazz this season if they stay healthy. Kings at the Suns. I'm taking Sacramento. And then the last game on the docket, we're taking the Denver Nuggets at the Portland Trailblazers. I'm taking the Blazers. Rip City is going to get the win. I just think them being at home 
adding Hassan Whiteside to that team just added a better option at the big man for them. And so a lot of intriguing games on the docket today. Very excited to see a lot of these openers and see how it plays out. We will see. That's all we have for today, folks. Remember, as always, the saga continues, and we'll catch you tomorrow on the NBA Saga Podcast.